Welcome to the What I Love About You podcast. I want to tell you three things that I love about you. I love about your smile. You love my smile? I love your smile. I love your laugh. You have a contagious and amazing laugh. I love your beautiful singing voice. Hey, happy Thursday, and welcome to the What I Love About You podcast. I am so excited that you're listening today. I'm so thankful for you. If you've never had the opportunity or taken the time to leave a rating and review, that would mean the world. If there's ever been an episode that you listened to that you thought that helped me, that inspired me, we've had some incredible guests on this show. I would love for their message and what they're doing to reach more people. And I've just been so excited to see how God's using this space. So if you've ever thought that, you leaving a review, a written review and rating the podcast only helps us reach more people. With the algorithm and the way everything works in the podcast world, that matters a whole lot. So I just wanted to start off by sharing something with you that could really, really help us reach more people. I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for your time. Let's jump into today's episode. Have you ever had such high hopes to start something new? Have you ever just been so excited and believing for the best that this new start, this fresh start, whether it's a new week, a new year, a new job, a new city, a new school, it's just, it's going to be amazing. Only to get into it and realize that the same problems you had the year before are following you. The same problems you had at your old school are still present at the new school. The same things that you were dealing with last Monday, you're dealing with this Monday. I think sometimes we put so much emphasis on the the fresh start, the new, that we lose sight of the day-to-day, of the fact that in reality, every day is a new day. Every hour is a new hour. Every minute is a new minute. And I really have learned the power specifically of how we start our day. I want to just talk for just a minute about the importance of the start. I was actually reading something and talking about something with my husband who you may not know this by looking at him. He's a big dude. He played football in high school. He is fast. Like if you know Barry, you know that man has got some speed. I used to love, we would play flag football for just like recreationally, um, different leagues when we first got married and even when we were dating for a little bit. And I used to love, because he's a big guy, they would put a big guy lined up against him thinking, all right, yeah, we, the big guy's going to cover the big guy. And it would, it never failed. Barry would just smoke them because he doesn't look fast, but he's fast. And if you've ever seen his calves, they're huge, which helps with that speed. But he did a lot of different training and different things to help him get fast. And one thing that he was sharing with me is that Olympic runners practice their start. They practice how they come out of the blocks almost more than anything else. Obviously, they want to practice running. They want to practice all the different things. But the start is so important to them, and it can dictate so much about their race. And coming out of those blocks really determines the rest of the race. And I started thinking about how this relates to each and every day. We're obviously a couple weeks into the new year, and we're learning that 2021, we're going to be dealing with some of the same things that we dealt with in 2020. There's still masks. There's still racial tension. There's still pain. There's still just junk 
that we're dealing with. Maybe there's things that you dealt with last year and you were really hoping that this new year would bring along some change. And what I'm realizing is if we don't change, nothing else is going to change. If we don't change our outlook and our perspective on things, everything stays the same. So I really started thinking through this practice that I started putting in place actually in 2019. And I haven't gotten it right every day, but I heard someone say, the way you start your day sets the tone for the rest of your day. Be very intentional and plan out your start. So I started thinking about what are some things that I can do to plan the start of my day. And then recently I heard this phrase, let God's voice be the first voice you hear in the mornings. And I thought that was so profound. Just the idea of instead of going to my email, going to social media, going to anything else, the first voice that's going to speak into my day is words from the Bible, a prayer with God, listening to some worship music, letting that be the first voice of my day. And maybe you've had high hopes and you've believed that, okay, tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to start my day off this way. And then you hit that snooze button. And you hit it again, and you hit it again, and then you're flying out the door, running late, and nothing really went as planned. We've all been there. But just because that was the case yesterday does not mean it has to be the case tomorrow. The thing that I love, and the Bible talks about God's mercies are new every single day. I love the opportunity that we have for a fresh start every single day. And I think it's so beautiful when you see the tenacity in humans, as they just pick themselves back up. You get knocked down, you pick yourself back up. You, you mess it up, you try again tomorrow. You decide what you can change, what you can tweak. And for me, for a long time, when I started implementing this, I want to have some quiet time. I want to be really intentional with how I start my day. I didn't really change anything else other than my wake-up time. And I was dragging. I was struggling. And then I realized, hold on. If I really want this to be successful, I need to look at 10 hours prior when I'm choosing to not go to bed, when I'm choosing to watch another episode of the show or to stay up way later than I need to, I need to look at that and evaluate that because if I can change that, that will impact my next morning. And I started really trying to protect getting to bed at a decent hour because yes, I want to start my day and I want to have that time in the morning and I want to not be rushed and I want to not be tired and I want to not sleep in. So if those are the goals, what habits do I need to put in place to make that happen? And it's not easy, like much in life, especially if you've gotten into some bad habits, but I've seen the benefit and I don't always get it right, but I've seen the benefit of deciding, okay, I'm going to make good rest a priority so that I can be really intentional with the start of my day. I believe how we start our day is almost like putting an arrow inside a bow and saying, okay, I'm going to point this in the direction I want to go, and then I'm going to release, and I'm going to let go, and I'm going to trust that these intentions will set a tone for my day. It doesn't mean the day is going to go great. Sometimes when I have the best morning, when I have the best time with Jesus, when I feel the most at peace, when I feel the most just ready to tackle the day, that is when it's like an all-out war is waged and everything that happens over the course of the next couple hours is going to try to be an attack on that piece. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but it means you have this foundation. It means you have this tone set and a starting point that can dictate everything else. 
I decided to get this sketchbook for 2021. Now, if you know me, you know I'm not the most artistic when it comes to like drawing or painting or anything like that. But a few years ago, I got a sketchbook and I just decided to keep practicing, to keep writing, to keep trying, to keep doing things. And I can be a little bit of a perfectionist, so it's a really good activity for me to get outside my own head and to do something that I know I'm not good at. But it's just for me. It's just a space where I can work through things or, you know, just a creative outlet. And so I got this sketchbook for 2021. And I wanted to take the first few pages and just reflect on 2020. I wanted to really just, I wrote down some different words that came up when I thought of last year. Some of them were positive. Some of them were just brutally honest. But I started thinking, I want, I want one page to be song lyrics from a song that really stood out to me, from a song that carried me through the year, from a song that was just constantly kind of in my head. What, what's the 2020 song? And there is so many that came to mind. I love music. I love especially like good worship music. I love really thinking through the words. They'll often get stuck in my head. I just, I love music. I always have. And so it was a hard, hard call at first. But then I started thinking and I realized the song, when I think of 2020, the song that I automatically think of, one of them, is a song called Waymaker. And when I went to write the words, I wrote the first line and it says, you are here. And what I realized about last year is it's the year that showed me where I truly was. Like almost like when you go to a mall, I don't know if anyone's been to a mall recently or if malls even still have this. When you go to a mall and you go to that kiosk and there's the map and it has the you are here sticker. 2020 really taught me where I actually was what I was using to mask things, what I was using to cover things up. You get stuck in your house for a period of time, stuck in your feelings, and you start to learn the junk that you've been covering up with a busy schedule. You start to learn what you've just been ignoring. But 2020 really did teach me where I truly was. So I wrote, you are here, the first line of the song, and then I wrote, the year that taught me where I truly was but also taught me where God always is. He's always with us. He's always working. And that's the message of the whole song. Many different people have sung it. You can look it up. But, but it's this idea that even when I don't see it, even when I don't understand, God's making a way and he's doing the impossible. And as I was writing out the words for that song, I just thought, man, what if every single morning we start our day acknowledging, here's where I am. And it's an honest conversation, an honest kind of check in with ourselves of, okay, what am I worried about? What am I afraid of? What am I fearing? What am I, what are all the burdens? What am I excited about? What am I looking forward to? What am I hoping for? What do I really not want to think about? Maybe I just need to take a minute and think about it. Starting your day intentionally and thinking about planning for how you're going to start is like that runner practicing how they're going to come out of the blocks because it can dictate the rest of your race. And it's my prayer that in this new year, still new, we're only a few weeks in, we could do the work to develop the habits to truly start our day well. It doesn't have to be perfect and you're going to fall flat on your face. 
I still have days where I snooze that alarm and I start my day running behind schedule, feeling rushed, feeling stressed. I'm not perfect. It's okay. But what if we could decide, you know what? I want to be intentional about this. When I first started doing this, I decided I'm going to set my alarm for 5.30 every morning this week. And if at the end of the week, I feel like, you know what? That made no difference in my life. It made no difference in my day. Didn't help me in any way. I won't do it again. But for this week, I'm going to set my alarm for 5.30. And then another phase of this was I'm going to get up. When that alarm went off, I'm going to get up. I'm going to do my quiet time. I'm going to do a couple things. I'm just going to have some quiet moments. And then if I'm still tired, I'll get back in bed for 30 minutes and then start my day. And what I found was not only did it make a huge difference and not only did it leave me wanting to come back for more, wanting to continue this habit, but also very rarely do I take the time to get back in bed for the 30 minutes. Because once you're up, you're up. You can just make that decision. If you can just, just do it. That alarm goes off and you just get up. And then you decide you're not going to lay back down. You're not going to get back in bed until you've accomplished the things you want to accomplish. It makes a huge difference. But one thing that I have noticed, because I'm very imperfect, very human, just like you, is on the days when I've snoozed my alarm, on the days when I've just blown it from the first thing in the morning, it's okay to say, I need a restart. I need a reset. I need a refresh. There was one morning in particular when I have four little kids and it was just a struggle. This was last year when they were still in school. We were trying to get out the door. So my oldest is now eight. My second is almost seven. My third son is four and my baby girl is three. So we have a full house, lots going on. And last school year, I think this was probably in February and they were still in school. We were trying to get out the door and it just, it was one of those mornings where everybody's yelling. Most people are crying. It was just stressful. And we were running late and I really didn't feel like I had any time to just stop and breathe. And then I realized that was a lie. That the best thing that I could do was just take a minute. So I took a minute, took some deep breaths, gained some perspective. Then I pulled my kids aside and I said, you know what? We need to restart this day. I'm sorry for this, this, and this. Will you please forgive me? Now, this is not making me a perfect parent, please. I get it wrong all the time. But this is a moment where I saw the power of just saying, let's, let's just reset, restart. And I said, so here's what I want. Everyone's going to walk back in their rooms. We're going to take a few deep breaths. And we're going to come out of our rooms recognizing that this day is a gift and that we will treat other people the way we want to be treated. We will use life-giving words, and we're going to function with kindness. And everybody just took a second. It took all of five minutes. And sure, maybe it made us five minutes later than we were beforehand. But the attitude and the heart change and the shift when we just took a minute, I think so often we buy into this lie that we don't have enough time. Just take a second. Take a deep breath. Refocus. Reset. Maybe we need that for this year. We're only three weeks in. Maybe we need a reset. And you know what? I had some great intentions. And I had some things I wanted to do, some habits I wanted to 
really start implementing. And that hasn't happened. Maybe life's got in the way. Maybe there's been things that you have been blindsided with that you could have never seen coming. But for whatever reason, maybe you just need to take a second. Say, you know what? I'm going to allow for today, January 21st, to be a reset, to be a refocus. And I'm going to move forward knowing that every single day is a new day. And I'm going to get it wrong. And I'm going to get knocked down, but I'm going to keep getting back up because it matters. Honestly, today has been quite the reset for me. And I say today because today is Thursday, January 21st. It is currently 2.18 in the afternoon. And if you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, you know this podcast usually is up on Thursday mornings. Typically, it's scheduled, I think, for 4 a.m. Just to make sure we've got all you early birds covered. Um, and I have really been struggling in this last week, you know, prior to 2021, I was pretty ahead of the game on recording things ahead of time, being, you know, ahead, even a couple of weeks at points, but this last week in so many different ways, I just feel like I've been knocked down and I feel like I had so many hopes and dreams and goals and things I wanted to implement for this new year. And it's just been a rough start. Maybe you can relate to that. It's been a rough start. And I really just started feeling like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I say or what I do or how I contribute in any space. It's not making a difference. And I just started believing a lie that it's pointless. I took a break from social media for a couple weeks over the holidays, over Christmas and New Year's, and just decided to really just focus on being present with my family. And I came back and it just felt like, I guess the best word to describe it would be completely overwhelming. And I feel called to be a light and I want to be present in that space. But it was a struggle in the beginning, just figuring out, okay, what are the boundaries? What are the things I can't do? For example, I cannot get on social media first thing in the morning. That is never going to set a good tone for my day. That's like just playing Russian roulette, hoping that maybe I won't see something super nasty or negative and it just doesn't happen. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of people that I know that are being such a light in that space. But there are people who are working through and processing things very publicly and people who are going to share whatever they see and going to give you their opinion. And I mean, just it is it is what it is. It's people. So I decided this past week I'm going to share something that God's put on my heart. In my Instagram stories, I always love just trying to be like, hey, here's something I thought about today. Here's something I learned today. If we're not connected on Instagram, I'd love to connect. You can find me at Kaylee Oser. Um, and the link is in the description of this episode as well. But I love to connect. I think it's a great way to just spread some positivity, life-giving words. So I love doing that. But it had been a few weeks. And I felt like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. I, I feel like I got to... And I get back in the swing of things. I don't, I don't know. And so it was rusty and it was tough, but I shared something that God really taught me while reading the book of Matthew. And I shared it. And then I thought immediately, and if you've ever shared anything, if you've ever been vulnerable, if you've ever put yourself out there, just know if you haven't, more than likely afterwards, you're going to be, you're going to feel so attacked. You're going to feel like, man, there's, there's just 
so much vulnerability in that. And I just started believing the lie. It doesn't matter. That didn't make a difference for anybody. You look stupid. This is, this is, this is pointless. Who do you think you are trying to talk about the Bible? I mean, just all the lies and all the criticism. Yes, I'm an Enneagram one, if you didn't know. But I got a message, and I didn't see it until this morning. And I just kind of continued down this road of it doesn't matter. I don't have anything worth saying. Just really struggling. And I kind of decided, you know what? Maybe I'll podcast. Maybe I'll do an episode once a month. Maybe I'll do an episode whenever I can have a guest on, but just me by myself showing up like, no, that's not what people want to hear. And forgetting who called me to do this and why I do this. I do this for an audience of one. And that audience of one is my creator and the person who's put this passion inside me and given me this dream and this vision and these gifts. So this morning I woke up and I was just feeling like, yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to, I'm not doing it. And I had an idea, this, this idea of, you know, this whole, let's focus on the start and that, you know, and how can we restart? And I, I just was running from it, honestly. And I get this message on Instagram that I didn't see. I actually got it early Wednesday morning around 1:30 in the morning from someone that I don't personally know. And she said, your message is working. And then she proceeded to send me a video explaining why she needed to hear this. She had just lost someone that she loved deeply. And she's navigating intense pain and grief. And God chose to see fit to use my message of what he was teaching me to speak to her. And it was in that moment that I realized life is so much bigger than what we can see. And if you feel called to do something, got to do it because you don't know who's on the other side of that obedience. What answer to prayer that obedience will be. So for me, today's a little bit of a reset. It was the reminder that I needed. It's not my job to figure out how, when, where, why, who this is impacting at all moments. It's my job to show up. It's my job to be faithful. It's my job to share what I feel like God's given me to share and leave the rest to him. And you never know how your life-giving words, how your time and energy could impact somebody else. What I love about you is that you get a fresh start today and tomorrow and the next day. You get a fresh start right now in this moment. You can decide what you're going to do next. You can decide how you're going to use your words, how you're going to use your time, what you're going to say yes to, what you're going to say no to. What I love about you is that you have the power to choose. The verse that this whole podcast is based off of is the verse in Proverbs that says, words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. You get to choose. And it's my prayer that you will choose to use today as the gift that it is. You'll experience it as a new and fresh start. And you'll reset and restart when you need to. You won't be ashamed to say, I got that wrong. I'm sorry. That you'll have the courage to stand back up when you get knocked down. And I believe that 2021 can truly be our best year yet. Know that I love you and I'm praying for you. Have a great day.